Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality. What's up, people? Welcome to a new episode of Early Retirement, and I am your host and early retiree, Ray Taylor. Uh, in this episode, just kind of want to go. Well, first, I'm uh, what I'm I'm working on currently uh, to get you guys catched up, catched up, to get you guys caught up on new words like catched up. I don't know if you are aware of that. The kids are are using that new slang term all over the place. So just to fill you you in, you know, I I I know what it like. I know what it's like to feel like you're behind on the trends. You're behind on the curve. You're behind in line. You're behind in life. And I want to give you guys a tip by uh, letting you, giving you a heads up on the new slang term, catched up. I don't even know if that's the, the word I, I said. But anyway, uh, to get caught up on what I am doing, uh, currently repainting the kitchen, um, painting the cabinets, uh, doors, and uh, drawer fronts. Uh, specifically what I've been painting. Uh, that should be done. Hopefully I'll get it done today or tomorrow. And then I have a couple things to do in the bathroom still. Um, I'm waiting on a few things, just the logistics of of becoming unemployed. Uh, it's been a long time since I've become unemployed. It's my first time filing for unemployment. Uh, it's my first time... Uh, accessing my 401k money so finding out the time periods and delay processes that that are required um i have to wait like a month before i can access my 401k money and then uh i just sent out the paperwork for unemployment um a couple days ago so you know i got i got some time before i can do anything i can't really uh move out of here until I have the money to move out of here so I kind of have to wait on that stuff anyway uh, which is fine so I've been focusing on just maintaining kind of a, a daily routine um, specifically a morning routine and then that helps you know roll me into whatever it is I'm going to work on for the day and I talked about my morning routine in the last last episode so I won't do it this episode but um yeah, so things are going kind of chill, kind of good. I should have everything done and have my place on the market um, end of the month, early next month. You know, I don't know. Things are taking a little bit longer than I thought, but I'm really not in any hurry. Um, eventually, I'll get to Denver. Hopefully, it'll be sooner than later. Um, still planning for, hope. I don't know if it'll be the end of this month, but which is, is May 2015 in case you're listening to this in the future. Uh, I don't know if it's going to necessarily be the end of this month. We were kind of shooting because my co-host of the Inspired Disorder podcast, Keith Spurlock, is having a birthday uh, here pretty soon, I think in a week. Um, That was kind of the original date we were kind of shooting for to move to Denver uh, because we're going to be new roommates, for those that don't know. We've never met each other. Uh, We've been podcasting for a couple years now together. Um, but we've never met. He lives in Ohio. 
I'm in currently in San Diego. So we were shooting for his birthday, you know, and it, it's pretty get got pretty close. Got to say that the aim with everything got pretty close. So um, it'll probably be, I would imagine, June. If it gets to July and I'm still not moved, I'll probably start stressing out by then. Um, yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at as far as just the logistics of uh, early retirement. But I wanted to talk about um, just what I've started to do now that I have more time. And I, you know, aside from just the remodeling of my my place, I am, you know, focused more on growing inspired disorder, um, trying to improve everything. There's a lot of things that I've put off over the years because uh, improvements and things like that and things to start doing just because I know it's either boring or I don't fully understand it yet. So getting into it may lead to uh, being more of a distraction, uh, wouldn't be as productive, at least back when I was still working at a day job. But now that I have free time, um, getting into SEO, search engine optimization, uh, which I've always had a negative view towards that. Um, but my perception of it was a little skewed. My perception was based on one, all the quote unquote social media experts that you see on Twitter or Instagram. Um, where they're apparently experts in social media, but they can't get any followers. So, you know, it's, and, and they're always taught SEO is kind of like one of those um, hot, hot key button words. I don't even know if that's the right way to say that, but you understand what I'm trying to get at. It's one of those kind of terms that they gets thrown around like these, like industry kind of terms, I guess. I don't know if it is an industry term or whatever, but it's always been annoying just and it is annoying the idea of it is just to make your shit show up um in in searches so if somebody's searching for a podcast that discusses mma as well as masturbation hopefully if i do my job right and i enter in the seo right the inspired disorder podcast would show up although i don't know if i use the word masturbation in any of the seo i probably should but it's basically just to help people find you um, through searching. So I've implemented it or started to implement it in the Etsy shop where I sell artwork and things like that. Uh, implemented it with the iTunes uh, feed for Inspired Disorder as well as the SoundCloud feed. Uh, I still need to go through YouTube and Vimeo and my website. Uh, inspired disorder so i'm kind of starting to implement that and then each new post each new week that i release an episode um i make sure to format everything uh kind of a, a specific way um one just so i get used to the pr the practice of doing it um uh, but also that way it's just you know not stuff that's going to continue to build up you know, so I just have to go back and change, fix old episodes. I don't have to go back and do new episodes too. I'm I'm staying current with it, I guess you could say. Um, so it, and it's really fucking boring, but it it does help. I've noticed it helps. Uh, it helps really define what it is you're doing, uh, or try to define it. Which with the Inspired Disorder podcast, it's pretty random. Um, Keith and I pr just talk about whatever we want to talk about. 
but because we have similar interests and interested in a, a limited thing or we have similar interests that are kind of limited um it's it's made it easier to define so like mma we always talk about ufc and um we t- we try to be funny so it's kind of a comedy podcast where we talk about nostalgic stuff and pop culture and comedy and art and mma ufc uh, so yeah so it's kind of helped me just define what it is that i'm doing uh, and then whatever topics keeps me uh, focused while I'm recording to kind of remember what topics we hit on, which is not always easy because uh, we don't do a whole lot of planning going into an episode. So you really have to be paying attention or go back and listen, which I do not like to do. I do not do it on purpose. The closest I get to going back and listening to an episode is when I edit uh, the IDP clips. And I have to search for something worth cutting out. Um, so anyway, SEO. And the the idea is basically just to... It starts in the title. Basically, you want to use every text entry point. So like title, description. Generally, most things have a title section, a description section, and then a tag section. Um, so you want to start in the title is what I do. Um, and then, you know, the actual title of whatever it is, you know, I was trying to do like artistic kind of, you know, actual title titles, um, which doesn't really matter. Um, right now all the titles are is the, um, IDP with the episode number as one hashtag. Um, then it's just terms or topics that we touch on. Uh, which helps that way if somebody hasn't listened to the podcast, they do stumble upon it somehow, and they look at our most recent episode, just in the title, they will see other things that we've uh, that we talk about in that episode so they can go and listen to. And it generally is different for each episode. Uh, most episodes will have UFC talk. Um, but it, it definitely will help because most people, I never li- look at descriptions. When I listen to podcasts, I never listen to descriptions and I've seen, I, I will in, in certain ways just to kind of see what people are using it for. And some people go super elaborate with it and some people just do a minimal thing, but I never look at descriptions, man. It's the title and I mean, you know, whatever the main thing is. Um, so it's, you know, finding out what those keywords are in the title and then making sure you use those same keywords in the description and you're using those words in the tags. That way, those words show up three separate times in your post. So when somebody searches, those are really strong words in whatever it is that you're posting. Um, so SEO, it's kind of, I don't know, it's boring as hell. Um, it does, I mean, I I don't know, I just started doing it, so I don't know how much more it's helping. Um, and there's, there's kind of shady things you can do as far as you can manipulate, um, how you use SEO, uh, to get false numbers. Uh, I was fucking around with just before I got into SEO or read anything on it. Um, I was just experimenting when I would title episodes of the podcast and I would, uh, I started using whatever popular um, song titles were popular in like the radio or whatever, whatever the kids were listening to. Um, So wish that I could be like the cool kids and um, 
Don't Believe Me, Just Watch, which isn't really the, the name of that song, but it would definitely be something people would search just because I don't think they would know the name Uptown Funk for that horrible song. Um, not that it's horrible, but it's just overplayed. And I don't even listen to the radio. I'm not even around anywhere and it's overplayed. Um, so I used on a couple episodes, I use that and those skyrocket, numbers skyrocket. But that's just because I'm tricking people into thinking they're downloading that song, you know? So it's not like any of those people were sticky. None of them stuck around. It was a spike and then back to original numbers. So what SEO's supposed to do is to get you, uh, you know, to help grow your audience so people can find you. But in a legitimate way, you can use it to trick people. It happens all the time. People, There's a zillion ways you can get fake numbers if that's what you want to do. If that's what you're obsessed with, just wanting big numbers, and you don't really care what that means, um, you can definitely do that. But I'm trying to fucking get paid. I'm trying to make some money, pay for my early retirement. Um, so I've been working on SEO, but just in general, uh, now that I have more time, I'm... I'm spending more time learning new things like SEO, um, learning just a lot of the boring shit like business stuff and marketing things. And I've always had just ideas in my head, kind of trying to formulate my own ideas on certain things. And, you know, it's just, it's so much easier just to fucking learn from somebody that's done it instead of trying to kind of trial and error my way through it. Um, so learning new things, definitely spending more time doing that. Um, and it's like reading blogs and just researching stuff online, uh, YouTube, there's something that's, it's, you know, kind of a process kind of a thing. YouTube's good for that. Uh, I've looked into, was it iTunes U, their university thing? Um, don't fully understand that. Um, kind of bookmarked a few like online resources for schools and stuff like that, mainly for business, like business plans and all that kind of shit. Um, but I've been listening to now that I have a lot more time, uh, and I'm home and I don't talk to humans and I like to listen to podcasts. I'm a fan of podcasts. Uh, I listen to a lot of I've subscribed to a lot more podcasts as well as uh, got some audiobooks. Um, so I'm gonna go over a few sh- shows that I started listening to as well as uh, audiobooks that are kind of partain more to early retirement and what I'm doing specifically. Uh, but I figured I'd share those because uh, you know that's one they're kind of they're inspiring they're educational uh but they're you know it's it's also just good stuff i can put into my head while i'm working so i'm kind of doing two things at once and i've used i find that if i listen to podcasts with headphones on or audiobooks with headphones on i pay way more attention to them than if it's just playing off the speaker on my phone or playing it from a stereo it's so much easier to just ignore you know, it just becomes background music when that happens versus with headphones. I actually absorb a lot more. So I got a pair of, uh, LG. I posted an Instagram of it uh, a few weeks ago, but uh, these LG Bluetooth headphones that have, they're like the, uh, the ones that have a thing that wraps around your neck 
kind of big and then the earbuds kind of clip in to the ends of the horseshoe like thing that you have hanging around your neck um i always saw people wearing those and it's you know just just any bluetooth is pretty fucking annoying the fact that it has a light that blinks i mean when you're wearing it you don't see it but for everybody else it's it's pretty fucking annoying but i've become one of those guys i got the lg i don't know what the model is but um got it on amazon it was around 50 bucks uh the reason i got that one instead of one i like the earbuds so i made sure to get earbud headphones um i wanted really good battery life so that's why i got that model of bluetooth headphones versus the ones where it's it looks like just two earbuds strung together um those tend to not have they're like four or five hour battery life for this one this one i could pretty much go a couple days without charging it um depending on how much and that's heavy use that's almost all day uh i think it has a better battery than my phone does so uh it definitely works good since i'm listening to stuff and then i can just it's it's super convenient super convenient no more no more headphone cables getting caught on my pug's tail when i'm taking her for a walk you know and she she terrorizes she her her tail hooks on everything and just and just pulls it um, so I don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, and it's just always there, man. I love it. So I've been listening to a lot of podcasts, a lot of audiobooks, uh, subscribe to new podcasts and audiobooks, specifically, uh, Tim Ferriss, who's definitely a big inspiration of mine. I first, first discovered Tim Ferriss watching, uh, Dignation, which is a podcast from, a long time ago, like 07. Uh, I think it started before that, but that's kind of when I got into it. I uh, discovered Tim Ferriss through that. He's friends with Kevin Rose, who was a host on Dignation. Uh, so I, and he, uh, I think he was promoting uh, his book, Four Hour, Four Hour Workweek. Actually, I saw it on Mahalo, Mahalo Daily, which was another podcast at the time. Uh, but same idea. He is a friend with, uh, with Kevin Rose. So I probably just heard of him or you know became aware of him through that and then found that he was doing the four-hour work week uh, many many years later um, only a few years ago actually uh, did I actually buy the four-hour work week um, and listen to that one he has a four-hour work week four-hour body four-hour chef he's a lot of four-hour things um, but he, he does a lot of personal experiments, experimenting with his body, with nutrition, and just trying to optimize himself for certain things. Um, but he's also, I mean, he's just a really smart person. And he knows a lot of other smart people that do business. And it's, he, he has more, it's not like he runs a company. He just does these different things that interest him in his life. And he's able to monetize those things. Um, so it's not your traditional business or entrepreneur. Um, he does a lot of investing and stuff like that too, but he's, it's more of a lifestyle business, I guess you could say, which is kind of what I'm shooting for. I'm not looking to make the next company. I'm not trying to make, you know, the next fucking MTV or whatever. Um, not that I don't, I don't know why I chose MTV, but I'm not trying to do that. I'm just trying to make enough money doing podcasting and art that I don't have to worry about working for a fucking company anymore. Um, so uh, Tim Ferriss, I've been getting back into his stuff. I, I want to re-listen to the four-hour uh, 
work week. It's just a good book on finding different ways to um, autonomize your 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 day, um, like subscribing to certain things on Amazon uh, is a great way to do it. That way, it's just it's just every everything you can, every little thing that you can cut away from your day to day existence um, that you can just make automatic. It's one less thing to, th- to think of or focus on or be distracted by um, is kind of what that that gets to is that you could you could if you were to set everything up correctly, you could get away with running a business only working four hours a week. Basically the premise of the book, but overall it's a lot more of kind of just showing you how to build a scaffolding a lifestyle scaffolding to that complements being an entrepreneur or or business person or, you know, finding a lifestyle business of some sort. Um, So anyway, Tim Ferriss, you can check out his books. The, the, I haven't read the four hour chef Four Hour body's really good. That's more about personal um, health and well-being kind of stuff. Um, but the four hour work week is a great, great audio book. I, I listened to the audio book um, specifically with that one. Uh, but some other audio books that I've been recommended um, by listening to other podcasts, which another great podcast, if you are into that kind of stuff, is Foundation, uh, which is a podcast by uh, Kevin Rose. It's a YouTube. I don't know if it's on iTunes, but it's a YouTube thing. Just search Kevin Rose. It's under his YouTube page. But he uh, interviews CEOs of all the newer type of companies that you're seeing, like uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Squarespace, Dropbox, um, Twit TV, like all all of the people that are are kind of in in the tech industry primarily, but kind of these these newer entrepreneur type or type of people. And he interviews them about. Um, you know, just advice about, uh, starting a startup or, you know, different choices they made as they grew to who they were. Uh, so foundations, another great podcast, but, um, this is going to kind of turn into a inspired reco almost, uh, which you can check out that podcast as well at inspired Um, so anyway, I haven't listened to all of these. Uh, there's some of them I just, I've purchased, but I haven't listened to gotten around to listening to yet. But the one, I have started to listen to is bold how to how to go big make bank and better uh, and better the world sorry cut off the title so bold how to go big make bank and better the world uh, is one of them and that's by I don't know who who wrote Josh uh, Waitskin I don't know if that's the author I don't know how that works. No, that's the wrong book. Peter H. Uh, Diamandis or Stephen Coulter. Kotler. Horrible, Ray. Horrible. Horrible. So Bold is one of them. And that one's kind of about, uh, so far, is about uh, finding your flow state or getting into flow state. Or it, it examines the flow state um and examines it through the perspective of extreme athletes so people that like base jump and skydive or you know downhill mountain bike or whatever really interesting book um so far i'm probably about halfway through it 
I guess. Um, but definitely a cool thing, um, getting into the flow state, especially for, I know athletes, it's, it's definitely talked about a lot of the times getting in the zone, um, getting in the flow state, whatever, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's something that artists get into a lot. I've heard a lot of stand up comics talk about it when they get on stage. Um, and it's kind of, and I've had it doing art where you just get lost in something where time just disappears. Um, and you tend to be the most, the best version of yourself for whatever activity you're doing. Um, so bold is, is one of those books. Uh, one that I, I haven't started to listen to actually a couple of them that I haven't started to listen to, but were recommended. Uh, I think it was actually a random, another podcast that you guys can watch, which is a podcast called the random show, which is actually Tim Ferriss and Kevin Rose, uh, podcasters. Um, which Kevin Rose was, uh, early, he started revision three, which was a podcast network later got sold to discover, uh, discovery channel. Um, he started dig, which is similar to Reddit, but clearly Reddit won that battle. Um, and then he's, he worked for Google. He's an investor in companies and stuff like that. They do a podcast every once in a while and they recommend a lot of products like that show. The random show is kind of like inspired reco, but two guys, that I don't know, like that's really good stuff that they recommend. So, um, which a lot of books. Uh, so one of them is the art of learning, uh, an inner journey to optimal performance is, uh, one of those audio books that was recommended by one of those guys. Um, and then we've got influence, uh, science and practice is the name of that one. Uh, don't really, remember exactly why it was recommended uh the magic of thinking big is another one um actually bold is not about the flow state at all because i'm an idiot because i was looking at a different there's a different audiobook i haven't started listening to bold yet Aha, I got you guys. You guys totally fell for it. You totally thought I, <laughs> you thought I was, I don't, I haven't listened to Bold yet. You guys suck, man. You guys didn't even notice. Uh, so anyway, so Bold, I want to start listening to. Um, the Magic of Thinking Big is another one. Um, we got The Rise of Superman is the one of the flow, with the flow state. The Rise of Superman, Decoding the Science of ultimate human performance um, by Stephen Kotler. So this is the same guy that wrote uh, Going Bold or Bold. So I guess I could say that I confused it that way because I just happened to know what the author was. But uh, Rise of Superman, that one is about flow states. Definitely good. That one, out of all of these, I have actually started to listen to that one. Um, and then the last one, which uh, was recommended in the four-hour work week and then recommended on Tim Ferriss's podcast, the Tim Ferriss uh, show. I think it's called the Tim Ferriss podcast. I don't know, whatever. So that's another podcast, Tim Ferriss podcast. Uh, I recommended uh, Vagabonding, an uncommon guide to the art of long-term world travel um, by Rolf Potts. Uh, that one's more about traveling and just the advantage of leaving everything behind and exploring the world. Uh, I haven't, I started listening to that one, but I haven't really gotten into it yet. So those are some of the audiobooks that I've been listening to, um, which 
as I listen to them, I will discuss more. Um, but the decoding Superman one or uh, the rise of Superman is really good. Okay, so podcasts, which I've talked about most of them. Uh, but yeah, the Tim Ferriss show, it's Tim Ferriss with two R's and two S's. Um, the Voluntary Life, I just started listening to. I've only listened to a couple episodes. Um, that one was recommended to me by, these are podcasts now. Um, the vol, uh, Voluntary Life was recommended to me by uh, my buddy Drew Sample from the Sample Hour podcast, um, which he's into a lot of similar stuff as far as I guess lifestyle companies. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that's not seems like a douchebag way of saying it, but I don't know. Alternate ways of existing in a uh, consumer based economy. Right. Would that be correct? Alternate lifestyles in um, capitalism. I don't, I don't really know. Uh, but that one's a good one. The voluntary life so far, uh, dude's got a sexy British accent. Um, but so far so good. Let's see if there's any other ones that are kind of good for that. I've started to listen to. Um, I mean, I listen to a lot of comedy podcasts, uh, hardcore history. I'm going to try and get into that. Just, you know, just try and learn. Just trying to pump my brain with with stuff. I guess I don't really listen to a lot of educational podcasts. Um, but The Voluntary Life, The Tim Ferriss Show, and then on YouTube, check out Foundation. Um, that's Kevin Rose's. Uh, just follow Kevin Rose and follow Tim Ferriss on YouTube. Uh, they have, And then check out The Random Show. Random Show is awesome, man. Um, really good guys, though. They, I don't know. They just seem like... Uh, as far as like people to look up to, I look up to those guys in a lot of ways, similar to like how I look up to Rogan, um, Joe Rogan. I've you know found discovered uh, once he started doing his podcast, and you get to know him. That's one thing about podcasting; you really get to know somebody. Um, and it's just I I love the new ideas uh, that they bring to the table, uh, and their recommendations are fucking great. Uh, so. That's it, man. That's all I'm doing. I'm trying to, and with with all the education that I'm trying to do, quote unquote education, um, you know, I'm also putting a lot of these things to practice. So I'm experimenting with a lot of things. I'm planting a lot of seeds, a lot of ideas that I've had in the past. I'm planting those ideas and watering them and and hoping they and letting them grow and letting them become what they want and cutting away the things that don't make sense in it. So I'm growing these little idea bonsai trees um, now that I have more time and just experimenting with different ideas and seeing what what works and what doesn't. And then hopefully in the end of everything, I'll be able to figure out uh, how to survive in this crazy, crazy world we're living in. Uh, Now, before we leave, let's see if the Internet's working. It wasn't working when I started this, so I just kind of said, fuck it. And I'm going to start. Um, but there's one clip that I, I found on YouTube. There it is. Fuck yeah. Thank you, Internet. Start working again. There's a clip that I posted. I found probably on Reddit a couple years ago. Three years ago? I don't remember. I just saw it in my time hop today, and I reposted it on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, but I'm going to play it at the end of this episode. It's a spoken word 
Um, so kind of like uh, poetry uh, stuff. And it's called The Americant Dream. Um, in, and then in parentheses, The Pursuit of Happiness. So I'm going to end on that. Uh, I hope everybody, if you have specific questions or whatever uh questions or recommendations that you you would recommend either books or podcasts or anything that you think might help with my my journey my education whatever it is um through through this early retirement uh please send them my way i'm at ray taylor on twitter um check out facebook there's a inspired disorder facebook page uh, there is no early retirement Facebook page, but just follow me. You could find me on Facebook too. Uh, now that I don't work for anybody, I don't mind if anybody follows me on that. Um, so you can follow me on there, Instagram, Twitter, Periscope, all that kind of stuff. All the links and all the stuff that I work on is at inspireddisorder.com, uh, as well as a donation link. So you can donate. Please donate if you want. You can donate a dollar you can donate more than a dollar you can donate a fraction of a dollar you can donate with bitcoin you can donate whatever you want to donate um although i'm not taking like physical items right now uh but if you want to do- donate money that's awesome man you can donate there's a donate link on the inspired disorder pod or inspired disorder page uh inspireddisorder.com slash donate uh, but anyway let's just get to this clip it's a really good clip um you know you can check it out on twitter it's just search the americant dream uh, and it's, and uh, you know, listen, enjoy. Let's play a game. You guess who used to work at the Gap? Kanye West. Guess who used to sell hot dogs at the mall? Eva Mendes. I heard President Andrew Johnson was a tailor. George Washington was a surveyor, Herbert Hoover was an engineer, Theodore Roosevelt was a rancher, and President Jimmy Carter was a peanut farmer. Hugh Jackman, who plays Wolverine, was a clown. But look who's laughing now. You know what I noticed about successful people? Successful people take a course of action which coincides with their belief or passion. Put your hand up if you work a 9 to 5 or five to nine or just any job which you don't enjoy but takes up half your time well hopefully in a couple weeks months days years time you'll be able to come back to this video hear that first line and keep your hand down because how many times have you visualized taking a pen from the manager's desk or the one the cashier keeps behind the till the one your supervisor places it strategically in their hair or the one the security guard keeps behind his ear for extra intimidation and writing your resignation. Cause there's nothing wrong with making an honest living, but be honest, are you honestly living? With this menial job which allows you just to stay afloat, yes a job, a J-O-B which leaves you just over broke every single month, living your life just for the weekend living life just on the weekend because the other five days belong to your manager you see there's a big difference between a job and a career because in a career no matter how many hours you work you do it because it's satisfactory but in a job you do it for a salary because you're stuck in the rat race 
And you know being stuck in the rat race is one of the biggest of traps because as a matter of fact, even if you win the rat race, you're still just a rat. See, I understand the need to have a job temporarily, but pursue a career eventually. Because in my J-O-B, I used to sell at least 200 shoes a day, and none of that was ever reflected in my pay. One of my colleagues once made the company five grand in one month, and you know what he got? An email, a £20 discount voucher and a complimentary lunch. And you think you're safe because your job is commission based. Until you've been working there for three years and the secretary with the short skirt gets a promotion because her and the boss went for dinner real late. I'm sure you can real late. But wait, uh, are we still happy with an extra week holiday and a raise in a salary? Perhaps we need more clarity. Let's look at the statistics. Because the industrial revolution was beneficial technologically but it coerced a lot of people into factories for ridiculous salaries to benefit their families and that shaped people's mentalities exponentially and essentially it became the norm to work for someone else by the turn of the century and I could have regurgitated facts and figures to support this but I choose not to boast plus that would give them nothing to write about in the Huffington Post now in three years I've had six jobs and that made me think that long term I could never be happy working one of these jobs and I used to have a rich uncle called Steve and they say that apple don't fall far from the tree so maybe subconsciously I was trying to get one of Steve's jobs. I understand more than anyone that a job allows you to pay the bills, make ends meet and survive. But that's exactly what it is, surviving not living. I hope you're aware of the difference, it's like when you hear but don't listen. Cause you can hear good advice but if you don't heed it, it does no benefit to your system. The same way only knowledge with application is wisdom, I hope you're creating the distinction. Sean Corey Carter said it best, 9 to 5 is how you survive and I'm not trying to survive. So he strived hard for his dream and look where it took him. So bear that in mind next time you drive past that arena in Brooklyn. But then again, survival is the only trait that every human being has in common. And do not take this as a reason to quit your job. Go back home and stare at a computer screen. Because a government check plus idleness does not equal success. Success will not fall in your lap. In my family we have a saying. It says if you really want to grow trees, pray for rain but don't neglect to water your seeds. Chase your dreams. Because I wrote this on the back of a payslip on the late shift, the grave shift of slave shift for makeshift wages. Google the term corporate sharecropping and you understand what I'm talking about. If somebody wants, if somebody wants to do these jobs, then let them. And from the bottom of my heart, I respect them. Because I once met a garbage man who was the happiest man that I've ever met. But don't become a slave to a paycheck. Because a job is a safe net. The condom which the system uses to screw you. And none of us would be here if everyone practiced safe sex. <laughs> Stand tall. And if you're not sure if you're building someone else's dream, maybe this will help. Jerry Jow said, you will recognize your own path when you come upon it because you will suddenly have all the energy and imagination you will ever need. And don't be afraid to innovate because it's not about how much change you make, but rather about how much change you make because a business that makes nothing but money is a poor business. So you decide what your life is worth, your passion or your paycheck. 
because your playing small does not serve the world because what is our deepest fear it's not that we're inadequate our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure Confucius choose a job you love and you will never have to work a day in your life peace